Today, $70 billion of Christian's money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI. Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments by taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. You can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. My God's not dead, he's surely alive. It's my favorite time of the week, and I'm talking about faith-based investing with Anthony Wright. My name's Tom Levine. Welcome to the program this week, and we're so glad to have you with us. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tom. I look forward to this every every single week, and you know, like you said, coming on, that's uh, one of the most favorite times of my week is to do this program with you and those that are listening to us. And uh, I'm really excited about uh, today's program. Uh, you have our special guest that uh, is able to talk to our listeners today. So why don't you introduce him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Jay is a good friend of mine. And uh, Jay Peroni is is on the institutional side of things. And a lot of times people, you know, they don't know what that means. That's kind of Greek to them. But basically the institutional side is is where you you can't go directly to Jay and get him to work for you because he works for those of us that are in the business. And, you know, it's my job to meet with people and to explain what we do. And then it's Jay's job to, when I'm meeting with people, he takes the lump sum of money, which is quite a few millions of dollars. I, I, I think his fund has close to $600 million in it. And so Jay hmm. manages that money and he carries out the the um i guess the practical side of he's the guy that we work very very close with on a daily basis and he's just a wonderful brother in the lord he he loves god with all of his heart and and um just a wonderful brother it's an honor to work with him on a daily and a weekly basis and jay is my go-to guy so uh jay welcome in yeah thanks for having me guys i'm so excited to be here today and just share you know, how we do faith-based investing, our approach, and how we can glorify God in our investing. So That's what, what I it's all about. Yeah, what I understand you're saying is that uh, people who are just regular, you know, meat and potatoes, Christian families here in America, they can take advantage of someone who does investing on an institutional level, which is pretty hard to get. It's very hard to get, and you know, we... We as financial advisors, you know, it's our job to take care of our clients and it's our job to to sit down and do needs analysis on them and find out what their needs are and find out, you know, write a good plan for them and work with people on a daily basis. And, we, you know, we can't do that without a team of people because mm-hmm. behind me, it takes folks like Jay that uh, go in and watch these investments every minute every of every day and keep track of everything and and just make sure that all these companies are biblical responsible and also that they're good solid companies moving forward to the future mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know it's one thing that to be biblical responsible and be faith based but 
it's another thing to actually make sure that they're good, solid companies for future growth. Because at the end of the day, we do want to we do want to be good stewards of the money God gave us and and that He gives us on a daily basis. And so we want to be sure that we're investing in good, solid faith based companies, but also good, solid financial companies. And that's what Jay does. And he, he basically covers my back and he, he's got my back. And if I ever have a question on something, I, I reach right out to him and he gets right back to me. And it's just a blessing to work with Jay. And it's, it's a blessing to have for those that are listening today to have an institutional guy like Jay on your side. Yes. Yes. So Jay, tell us, um, Tell us a little bit, like, you know, they listen to Tom and I a lot on every every weekend. So tell us what faith-based investing is. Yeah, really, faith-based investing is is putting your faith at the center of your investment plan. And if we think about the decisions that we make on a daily basis, we have choices. We wouldn't work for a company if we didn't agree with what they were doing. We wouldn't go and spend our money at organizations if they're opposed to our values. And then when we're out donating money, we're giving it to ministries and causes that are in alignment with our faith and values. We wouldn't give money to organizations that opposed our values. Yet when it comes to investing, a lot of people don't even think about it. You know, where's my money going? What am I supporting? And at this time in our country right now, it is a very important time to be voting with your investment dollars, choosing companies that line up with your faith and values. And that's really the heart of faith-based investing. It's putting your money where your mouth is and really standing behind and investing in a way that can glorify God. Absolutely. And, and you know, I like what you said there. You know, biblical responsible opportunity for Christians really is just a simple way for them to apply their stewardship and belief mm-hmm. that all money is God's money, right? Oh, yes, definitely. And, you know, you know one of my, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite, you know, verses is from Proverbs, and it says, you know, a faithful man will will abound with blessings, but he who makes haste to be rich will not go unpunished. And a lot of times what people think about is, you know, if they're going to invest according to their faith, they're, they're going to do it to, to try to get rich quick, or they're going to try to do something just to make money. And really what faith-based investing is really taking a step backwards and getting right with God, because a lot of people misquote the Bible and they say the money of money is the root of all evil. And it's no, 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 it's the love of money and really yeah. being able to separate that love and being able to do it in a, a way that you're a faithful steward is really what faith-based investing is all about. Yeah, you know, we, we had a, this week I had a listener that's probably listening to us today. They came in off the radio program and they called in and emailed me their statements and I checked their statements for them and they were dirty. They had been, they mm-hmm. had been funding abortion and funding pornography and and same-sex marriage and you know the whole lgbt movement and the wife of the husband said to me she said uh, she said well i'm really and i don't know how to say this without saying the company name but she said i'm i'm really really emotionally attached to procter and gamble and 
I said, and I said, well, look, listen, I understand being attached to Procter and Gamble. I get that, uh, but at the end of the day, it is God's money. And so, mm. do you do you do you think that God would be happy with you being an owner? Because now you are unequally yoked. Because when you become an owner, you are unequally yoked. It's not about buying toothpaste, or it's not about buying dishwashing detergent or you know the things that they make it's about once you become an owner as the bible verse says don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers mm-hmm. right and i said or you know how how do you think if you if you truly believe that it all belongs to god and it's all god's money which i believe that i you know, people people get all in a tizzy over tithing you know give 10% listen 100% of it's god's <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I said, you know, I said to her, I said, you know, how do you think God would feel about you using His money to fund abortion and to fund same-sex marriage? And she, she began to weep, and she said, you know what, Anthony? She said, it's one thing to do it and be ignorant about it, but it's another thing when you know that you're that you're doing wrong with mm. God's money and you don't change it. And she said. I want you to clean my. I want you to clean my portfolio and my husband's portfolio, and I want you to get me out of those bad companies. And 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 that is what excites me, and that's what makes me get up and go to work every day. Yeah, yeah, that's a great story. And you know, I just think about it because a lot of times, you know, I see that you know someone's worked for a company for a long time and they get attached to that company and they don't really realize the depth of you know, what that company is doing. If they, they haven't taken the time to dive in and see, oh, wow, this company's given millions of dollars to Planned Parenthood or this company's out supporting, you know, uh, gay pride events. And they're, they're really active in that community. And what I always say is don't fall in love with companies, fall in love with people. <laughs> uh, a lot of times people get attached to their investments and that's, you know, the worst thing you can do for a number of reasons. You want to be on them, you know, unattached to it. You don't want to be emotional. You don't want to be greedy or fearful when you invest, but you also don't want to fall in love with companies because companies are, are just like people the side of heaven, but there are definitely good, bad, and ugly choices. And as faith-based investors, we're trying to avoid those bad and ugly choices and support the good ones. And that's really what we're trying to do. So Jay, um, Real quick here, what are some of your key verses that support your faith-based investing? Yeah, the the things that I always fall back on, and you know, one of the the verses that I I always come back to is Ephesians five eleven, which says, uh, "Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them." Mm-hmm. There's a lot of darkness in our world and a lot of bad, and that you know is just a great verse. When we look at, you know, where is our heart when it comes to investing in what type of companies are we supporting? Ones that are in the light or ones that are, you know, in sinful areas like pornography and abortion and embryonic stem cell research and just things that, you know, we as Christians don't want to support. And then another one that really, you know, just talks about, you know, really putting your heart into it is, you know, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And that's from first Corinthians 10. And that to me just says that God cares about 
things that we do, but the little things as well. And we just need to be faithful, good stewards, because I don't know about you guys, but I long to hear those words someday, well done, good and faithful servant. And that's really the heart of, uh, of faith-based investing. Exactly. Amen. Amen. And I, you know, I, Tom, I can't, I can't stress enough too that, you know, it's not only do we, our philosophy is screen these stocks like what Jay just mentioned. And, you know, we also, we also, it includes bonds and and other investments Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. but, but it's, it's not that we just biblically screen them at the same time, we remain committed to achieving top performance goals that match the the investor's risk port, portfolio and profile. So it's not that we're just screening them. That's that is one side of it, and that is one one mm-hmm. um, you know so to speak one side of it. But the other side of it is is we we just we also believe that you should not have to compromise performance just to live with your values. That's right. Hey, uh, Anthony, yeah. while, while we are, uh, I just want to jump in here. And uh, just for the people who are going, hey, I've already heard enough. I've heard what I want to do. Uh, how do <laughs> yeah. I take action on this? I want to, in case they have to jump out and jump into uh, the convenience store here this afternoon. Can you just go ahead and tell people how to reach you? Yeah, absolutely. The best way to reach me is just go to investmentpreacher.com. And um, you can download a free copy of my book there. It's called Faith-Based Investing. If you don't want to download the copy of the book, right below that, you'll say for a stock screener, click here. And uh, you can just click right there, and we'll get straight to the screener. And then you can read the book in your own free time. Um, But you don't have to go through the whole book just to get your stock screened. Mm -hmm. So, again, go to to investmentpreacher.com and... um, You'll be working with me. I'm the financial advisor. Jay is the is the money manager that I use, and so you're you're getting to Jay by going to me. So it it ultimately ends up with uh, Jay doing the the money working with me to do the money management. So if if you don't have internet, uh, give me a call at nine three one retired. Uh, send me an email info at retirementspecialtygroup.com. Really look forward to looking to you, looking forward to speaking with you and, and visiting with you and screening your stocks and then also getting you in good, solid faith-based companies that will have good performance. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break on the performance and how we're doing this year. The voices you're hearing are Anthony Wright, the uh, host of Faith-Based Investing. I'm Tom Levine and Jay Peroni, one of America's institutional great American institutional investors. And I want to thank both of you guys for helping us with our personal family finances. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more right after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. 
or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking Scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com, and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Have you gotten your free book yet? Faith-Based Investing is available to you now. Don't wait. Get your free download right now from Anthony Wright and learn more about uh, faith-based investing from the investment preacher at investmentpreacher.com. Anthony, uh, why don't you introduce your guest once again, just for people who just joined us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of times as a financial advisor, we are tied up meeting with clients and, you know, running different reports and getting things together for their plan and doing a lot of that. And so people always ask me, you know, Anthony, who's behind the scenes? watching our money who's who's behind the scenes managing it while you're doing a conference call with somebody in in oklahoma or texas or california you know because mm-hmm. i we get a lot of phone calls that come in on a on a weekly basis um just by listening to this show and listening to this program and a lot of folks don't understand but there's about nine thousand publicly traded companies out there but the good news to that, Tom, is that 93% of those do not fail the BRI screening. And so the opportunity to support companies that are making an honest, positive impact in our country, doing the right things, may surprise a lot of listeners today. Because all you hear about are the, are the bad ones. You know, they're the ones doing the yelling and screaming. But out of 9,000 <laughs> publicly traded companies... of those do not fail the faith-based screening or the biblical responsible screening. And so a lot of times people are saying, you know, well, Anthony, who's behind, you know, who, who's behind you doing all this stuff? It is Jay Peroni. And I'm very honored to have Jay on the program with us today. He's a good friend. He's a good Christian brother. And, and, uh, Jay always has got my back, and when I'm meeting with the clients, the retail side, Jay works on the institutional side. So that means he only deals with us financial advisors, and and uh, we get to live the boring life and 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 talk <laughs> talk, the, <laughs> talk talk all the all the crazy sharp ratios and beta and alpha and <laughs> so. <laughs> So so that's what Jay and I, he gets to talk with us financial advisors about that stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm honored to have him on with us today, Tom. And Jay, once again, I know you first part of the show, but uh, welcome in. And uh, we got a few more questions for you. Yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. Hey, uh, Jay, so, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tom. I'm just going to jump in because uh, while, it's, while it's fresh on my mind, it's one thing to have good, clean companies, and it's another thing to have companies that are going to be there a year, two years, five years, 10 years from now. So do you factor in the uh, solvency of companies? Because I'm sure with the coronavirus, there's a lot of wobbly companies out there we may not have heard about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, The investment process that I use, I've 
I've called it FEVER, and uh, it's one of those acronyms that stands for the F is for financial health, the E is for earnings trends, the V is for valuation, the first R is for risk, and the second R is for relative strength. And I find that these five factors help me to weed out and find good financial opportunities. At the beginning of this year, before COVID was even on any of our radar screens, our computer software was telling us that uh, the energy sector was not really a good place to invest. Uh, we didn't have any travel companies. We didn't have any airlines. Uh, those companies just weren't very profitable and just weren't uh, really at the top of our ranking system. So when we went into COVID, we had a lot of technology companies, a lot of healthcare, and a lot of consumer staples and consumer goods companies that held up very, very well through the sell-off of the COVID, uh, you know, coronavirus sell-off that we saw. And, you know, as soon as they, the, the, market bounced back. We were in a great position there as well. So a lot of what we're doing is not only looking at the moral fabric of the companies we're investing in, but we also want to make sure that they're good financial opportunities. And like you said, Tom, we're looking for companies that are going to be around for the next three, five, 10 years. We like a lot of up and coming companies as well as well-established companies. Mm that we believe are going to continue to prosper in both good and bad times. Can you repeat that acronym again? That was good. <laughs> it's FEVER. It stands for Financial Health Earnings, Valuation, Risk, and Relative Strength. FEVER. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> now, if you actually have a fever, go see your doctor <laughs> and wear your mask on the way in. <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. So, so Jay, is that? I guess that is your process that that you use. But how do you how do you select faith based investments? Yeah, it's really a three step process. And you know, I talked to you know just there about the the third part. But the first part is to screen out companies. We have a number of things that we can screen for that our clients have told us, you know, they don't want to be involved in abortion and pornography. They don't want to be uh, supporting vices like tobacco and gambling and alcohol. So we're going to weed out companies that don't line up with our faith-based screens, but we don't just stop there. We want to also find companies that are making a positive difference in our world, companies that are coming up with cures for life-threatening diseases, companies that are enhancing our lives and making the world a better place. They're solving, you know, clean water, you know, coming up with clean water for people that can't get, you know, clean water. These companies are making a positive difference in society. And then the third step is once we've screened out companies, we found positive companies, we then want to find good financial opportunities. So it's really a one, two, three process that we call our proud to own process, hmm. finding companies that our clients, uh, like yourself, Anthony, you're investing a lot of money for your clients. We want to make sure that all of our clients are finding companies that they can be proud to own. You know, I want to brag on Jay a little bit this week. I, I signed up a client that listened to us on the radio, Tom, and just a wonderful, wonderful brother in the Lord. And he and I have become 
really dear friends, and he was a pastor for many, many years. And and uh, I just, I just, I've grown to love the brother really. And and I won't give his full name, but his first name is Roy. And Roy and I have just become very, very dear friends. And he's a, he's just a good man. And when when I went over the screener with him, and he said, Anthony, he said. You know, he he had inherited some of it, and he said, you know what? He said, I'm going to do what's right. And he said, I'm going to let you clean all of these investments. And we did, and I got the sweetest email from mm-hmm. him earlier this week, and he sent me an email thanking me for introducing him to faith-based investing and biblical responsible investing and Jay is the one I went to that that has been managing this portfolio for us, and he said he said Anthony, I want to thank you. He said over over the past month, just since he moved his funds, he said, and I did the right thing with them. I have made fifty eight thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> and it just brought tears to my eyes to to know how we impacted that man's life and the previous company he was with it's a it's somebody that everybody would know but they didn't do anything like that they he didn't get nowhere near that type of return and so i just about i mean it just brought me to tears and and i and he was so thankful and um he had asked me you know about jay and he said, "Man, what?" He said, "What? What does that guy do?" He said, hey, you know, "I've made, I've made fifty-eight thousand dollars." He said, "You know," and so uh, I, he's just a very dear brother. But those that are listening today, I just really want to encourage you to reach out to us and let us help you. It is one thing to be, so to speak, uh, ignorant about something. You just don't have knowledge. You know that's why right. we go to school. Mm-hmm. That's why we, we learn. You know, we get taught about something. But then once we learn about something, I firmly believe, and Tom, I don't know about you and Jay, but I firmly believe that God holds us at a different place of accountability when we know about something and we don't do anything about it. Do absolutely. you guys agree yeah, with that? Absolutely. You know, not only that, but, uh, you know, this this whole idea of being equally yoked with good companies is a new idea to me. But what isn't a new idea, but maybe to some other people it would be, is being equally yoked with the person or people who are managing your investments and your retirement funds. And I just think that's absolutely critical. I don't want to talk to someone about our hard-earned life savings who thinks I'm from Mars because I want to give uh, a substantial amount of money to our church or whatever Christian-oriented uh, decision I make. And that is just critical, and that's what people can expect if they go to your website, if they go to investmentpreacher.com and connect with you guys. Yeah, and, and you know they can download my book there. It's a free download. It's called Faith-Based Investing. If you don't want to download the book, if you say, hey, I've listened to you know, Tom and Anthony and Jay, and I'm, I'm ready. Screen my stocks. Let's go. Uh, then there's a button there. You just click there that says screen now, and we'll go ahead and screen them for you. But I, I really, I really want to share a verse of scripture here before we go. And 
I think Jay may, may have shared it earlier, but it's it's Proverbs chapter 27, 23, and just paraphrasing it here, but, you know, that verse of Scripture really sternly cautions us to know where we are investing and in mm-hmm. what we are investing it about. You know, the Bible is very clear that God expects us to put his money to work. I mean, after all, it is he who gives us the ability to do what? Produce wealth, right? It's God that gives us the power to get wealth. And that said, we are here to be holy in all we do. And there there may not have been a stock market when the Bible was written true. But the Bible verse there in Proverbs 27, 23 is very, very sternly cautioning in us where we are to invest our money. And it is to be in good, solid Christian companies and not funding this stuff. And, you know, another lady, another another real quick story that come in this week that, uh, again, Jay has, has knocked it out of the park, and she had called because she was very happy about her return, but... The whole reason she called on our radio program is because she lost a husband to alcoholism. And when we screened her stocks, 83% of her portfolio was funding alcohol and liquor. Wow. Wow. And she just did not want to be in anything to do with alcohol and liquor. And she was calling to tell me how happy she was with the choices that we had made on her investments. And so if you're listening today, I really encourage you to go to investmentpreacher.com, download a free copy of my book. It's called Faith-Based Investing. If you don't want to download it and read it right away, you just want to go ahead and get straight to it and get your stock screen, then there's a button there you just click to screen my stocks now and we'll get those screened for you. If you don't have internet, if you want to give me a call, then uh, just pick up the phone, call me at 931-RETIRED. And uh, I think we're down to just a couple of minutes here. So, Tom, any last-minute last thing for Jay? Well, I just uh, am so moved by what you've had to say, and I'm thinking about uh, the scriptural admonition that, uh, you know, we're supposed to know the condition of our flocks. If our investments are in sector funds and things where we really have no idea where the money is going. That's a problem. And, you know, if it's going to abortions, pornography, alternative lifestyles, alcohol, gaming, if you're listening today, you wouldn't send a check and uh, mail it and help fund any of those. But you would if the money went to good things to advance the kingdom. And we know the enemy is all about coming to steal kill and destroy. And why would we want any of our hard-earned retirement money that belongs to God to advance his causes? So if you agree with me on that and uh, do what our family's done and moved our investments about, uh, well, about eight weeks ago over to Anthony, and you can do that by going to investmentpreacher.com and he'll screen them and clean them. We'll be back with more right after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. 
Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christian's money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking Scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com, and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. You found it, Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. I'm Tom Levine, and Anthony is with Jay Peroni. And uh, Jay, it's so great to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, glad to be back. Yeah, this has uh, been a very much a treat just getting to spend some time with you guys. Well, I love the transparency of knowing, uh, you know, who is uh, behind Anthony and Aaron and the team at uh, Faith Based Investing. And, and uh, I love the transparency of that. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. We like to, uh, you know, let our clients know exactly what they're investing in and making sure that uh, all of the investments line up with their faith and values. And that's really been important to me. And just my my journey as a faith-based investor, I was in the dark for a long time and hmm. really took a client asking me a question, you know, Jay, can I expect God to bless my investments if I'm investing in things that oppose his word? And that question just really rocked my world and really led me on this journey to, uh, you know, to what I call faith-based or proud-to-own investing. Uh, biblically responsible investing. Uh, and it really just has been a great way to not only feel good about where I'm investing, but you can also get good returns at the same time. That's true. And, you know, Jay and Tom, one thing that I'm always asking, you know, I don't know if I've mentioned it a while in the program or not, but I'm an ordained minister and I have been for 20 years. And, one of the greatest questions or biggest questions that I'm probably always ask is, well, how can I impact the world for God? You know, I'm just little old me. You know, what can I do? I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher, you know. But yeah. listen, God has gifted every single person in the sound of this program today and in the sound of our voice. He has given you a special gift, and he's given you an opportunity and, you know, I once had a man, a very, very wise man, when I was first getting into the ministry, and he told me, coming fresh out of Bible college, he said, young man, he said, don't ever pray for opportunities, because opportunities will always come. Pray that when the opportunities come, you will be able to take advantage of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I, I have never forgotten that. And, you know... Today, we are exposing and we are sharing an opportunity with those that are listening to us and closing our eyes to sin that's buried within investment funds is not the solution. And, and you know, biblically responsible investing, investing isn't just about 
eliminating those those companies. It's about you're presented with an opportunity. You can impact the kingdom of God in a mighty, mighty way. Now, last year in 2019, we took several hundreds of millions of dollars away from Planned Parenthood. Now, I don't have any proof statistically. I don't have any statistics or any proof that the reason they closed 28 Planned Parenthood clinics was because of us, but... I can tell you without funding them and without the money to fund them, they can't stay open. And so, you know, the folks that are listening to this program today, we are presenting you with an opportunity to join Tom and Jay and myself, to join my whole team in this effort of taking the wealth away from the wicked putting it into the hands of the righteous and do the right things with the money and let and support the good companies. So I want to read a few statistics and then I'd like to get Jay's opinion and I'd like to get Tom's opinion, but over 51 million American households out of 51 million households, 44% of the population invested in one or more mutual funds. Now, that is a tremendous opportunity for Christians mm. to change the world that we live in just by changing the way you invest. Here's, here's another, here's another, let me put some dollar signs to that, to those numbers. $11 trillion is invested in mutual funds. $3 trillion of that is invested in stocks. $8.7 trillion is is already managed using socially responsible faith-based and other screening methods. What does that mean for you? That means for you that if you're sitting there today listening to this program and you say, how can I make a difference for my God? How can I make a difference for the kingdom? We are presenting you with an opportunity that you now have knowledge that you can impact this world, you can impact this society by taking money away from Planned Parenthood that would stop abortions, will stop the production of pornography, we'll st we can stop the alcohol and tobacco, the game, gambling, whatever your belief system is, you can rise up today and take advantage of this opportunity, and all you have to do is let us screen it and then we'll clean it. And my friend, that is an opportunity. Jay, Tom, I'd like your input on that. Yeah, it's just an amazing opportunity because we, we don't, you know, a lot of us don't think about how each dollar that we invest is a vote, you know, and we're either voting for something or against something. And as you mentioned, as we collectively gather as a group, we can make a huge difference. We've stopped companies from giving corporate dollars to Planned Parenthood just by standing up and saying, we don't want these values represented by in our investment dollars. And these corporate CEOs and boards are sitting there going, wow, there's power in these numbers. We're not going to give to Planned Parenthood anymore. You can make that huge difference, but you've got to be active. You've got to be conscious with where you invest. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Tom, what about you? Well, I was thinking about my parents and grandparents, and maybe uh, some of our listeners are also thinking about how, what they were taught money-wise, and how our grandparents and parents 
they didn't have to worry about if they were making a stock investment, if they were buying stocks like General Electric was on my dad's favorites. When he was alive, he didn't have to worry about whether General Electric was going to send money to support uh, late stage abortions, whether there would be a uh, even a discussion in the culture about whether a baby should be allowed to live after it's born. But in the culture we're in, we're actually having that discussion today. And so all of us as citizens have to take a look at, uh, well, it's not enough to just be appalled by some of the things that are happening in our culture. We need to take action in every way that we can. And this is that's, a painless way to do it. That's good. That's good. And, and Jay, before we go to break, you know, I know you and I and Tom, we're, we're sitting here talking about this and we're educating the people and what a, what a real opportunity they have. Why doesn't Dave Ramsey recommend this type of investing? What, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I know when I wrote my first book back in uh, 2008 and nine, I wrote a book called The Faith-Based Millionaire, which looks at uh, 12 essential habits of those that have both faith and money. And as I was interviewing Dave for the uh, for the book, you know, in our discussions about faith-based investing, he wasn't opposed to it. He thought, you know, faith-based investing is a good concept. But as we know, Dave likes simple. He likes something that's easy. And, uh, you know, faith-based investing is not easy for every person. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there are some funds out there and, you know, the investment movement has come a long way. But for Dave, you know, he thought that you would have to sacrifice your returns as you become a faith-based investor. And, uh, you know, I've proven over the last decade by being out to be able to outperform the secular benchmarks like the S&P 500 and the, the Dow and even the NASDAQ, I've been able to do that without sacrificing returns. Uh, you can be a faith-based investor and get good returns. It's not an either-or scenario. And a lot of people are just unaware that there are a lot of great choices out there. It's not easy to do faith-based investing. I'll be the first person to admit it. There are some challenges. But if you take the time and put the effort in, you can get good returns and feel good about where you're investing. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Anthony, I have a question for you uh, that just came up. Uh, is it biblical for our listeners to be asking God actively to bless their investments? Or is that kind of a separate thing? And do you think that by asking, do you think God blesses the investments that are faith-based investments? I know God blesses faith-based investments, just like my friend Roy that sent me an email this week. I mean, his he didn't he didn't he didn't make fifty-eight thousand dollars for the whole year, <laughs> but because he did the right thing and because he invested correctly, God has richly blessed that portfolio in just a short month that 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 he's been with us. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that the blessings of God is upon the faith-based, the biblical responsible investing side. There's not a doubt in my mind. And I can't sit here and say that, you know, I don't know if people can, can pray and ask God to bless their worldly, wicked investing. I mean, I'm not the judge. You know, God sits on the throne, and, and uh, you know, we're supposed to walk in love and, and grace. So to me, this message is not a condemnation message. To me, this message is an education message. We're simply educating the people that are listening. We're educating them about faith-based investing and biblical responsible investing. 
And I think that it's between them and God to take advantage of that opportunity and do what's right and make the next step and do the right thing. If you want to make the next step, the place to do it is investmentpreacher.com. We'll be back with more in just a moment with Anthony Wright and our very special guest, the author of Faith-Based Millionaire, Jay Peroni, after this. It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. If God is speaking to you today about faith-based investing, Call Anthony, Aaron, and the team and say, hey, I'd like to have a quick chat about our family finances. And be sure to leave your name and phone number. And you can do that at 931-RETIRED. 931-RETIRED. Investmentpreacher.com is the website. And uh, so we're in our final segment, and time is flying by. So, uh, Anthony, take it away. Yeah, so, Jay, right here at the end, uh, just to drive things home, I know this is on a lot of people's mind. And... um, So let's just go ahead and get it out there. How do you think the election coming up in November will impact the markets? Well, I think, uh, you know, if we look at the leadership that we've had for the last uh, three plus years, you know, it's been about, uh, you know, supporting corporations with low taxation. It's been about uh, making sure that people aren't paying a lot in taxes, that we've got uh, less regulation so that companies can operate. So I do believe that this election, just from a financial perspective, is really important. But more important is the moral uh, future Hmm. and just looking at the clear choices between the candidates. Um, You know, I think that if we look at that and we we really put our hearts into this and God, uh, you know, (laughs) gives us, uh, you know, the leader that we we need right now. You know, I do think that, uh, you know, as we get into this election, it's going to be very critical that people vote for their values. Uh, If the election tends to go to a different party, if we change guard from Trump to another party, uh, we could see an initial sell-off. There could be a hit to the markets. But long term, you know, whether Trump stays in or there's a new president, Uh, We've been through the changing of the guards. We've been through Democrat presidents. We've been through Republican presidents. So I don't think trying to time the market and saying, you know, let's get out because we want to wait till the election. And uh, people try to do that. And what we found is the longer you stay in cash and you wait on the sidelines, the worse your performance generally is. Mm -hmm. So we always advise that, you know, it's time in the market, being in the market for a period of time and not trying to time the market. A lot of people fall into that trap. I'm going to wait till after the election and all these sorts of things. So they try to sell, but you've got to be right twice. You've got to be right when you sell and you got to be right when you get back into the market. And it's very difficult to do that. (laughs) That's true. You know what? How do you invest in a volatile market? Well, the things you want to do in a volatile market is have a solid strategy. And that's where meeting with a financial advisor like you, Anthony, is important because you want to make sure you have a solid financial plan so that when things get crazy, you know, whether it's COVID or an election or social unrest, whatever the case may be, the markets are going to be choppy. And if you don't have a solid plan, you're going to very often get out of the market at the wrong time. So having a solid plan is critical. 
And then having a solid investment strategy where you have some asset allocations, some stocks, some bonds, various types of companies and various sectors and a good investment team that's looking out for your values and also getting you good returns. So it's a combination of good financial planning and solid money management. That's what's going to be your keys to success in a volatile investment environment. That's 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 fantastic advice. And, you know, I, I don't understand myself, and I'd like to ask you as well, but I know you and, and me, we've both traveled around and we speak at churches and we teach and talk about faith-based investing. And I, as I mentioned earlier in the program, I've certainly got a lot of pastors as my clients. But at the end of the day, Jay, I kind of scratch my head as to why don't more pastors uh, slash ministry leaders talk about faith-based investing from the pulpit? Why don't they have classes talking about faith-based investing? And I know they do some. I don't mean that to lump everybody in there together because I have some fantastic pastors as clients. But in general, as a whole... You know, you see, you see the Dave Ramsey money program, uh, which mm. you know basically is get out of debt, get out of debt, get out of debt. So I'm not, I'm not knocking that, but why, why are we not seeing more pastors and ministry leaders talk about faith-based investing? I think a lot of it has to do with just where we are as a society, and you look at uh, more than fifty percent of people. Uh, they're coming into the church or spending more than they're making. Uh, they're, they're, they're funding their lifestyle with credit cards and debt. So a lot of people that are coming into the church are not in a very good financial position. So I think a lot of pastors are trying to cater to the average person. But there are a lot of people that have some savings, you know, whether it be retirement savings or mutual funds or stocks. So there definitely is a great need for additional education and awareness. And I think that's where a pastor really has that opportunity to, to really add value to the church and to be able to communicate some additional ways that their, uh, that their congregation can be faith-based investors. So I, I think it's more just a, a lack of awareness would be one reason, you know, trying to uh, cater to the, the common good or the, the larger number of people and, you know, like I said, it's not an area that's comfortable. So a lot of pastors may not be comfortable talking about it because they don't have the background in investing and maybe not even aware that there's faith-based investing available. Well, that's, I mean, that's a good point too. And, you know, for those that are listening today, I really encourage you, if you are a pastor, reach out to myself and, and schedule me or Jay or my son, Aaron, and, you know, Aaron and I are both financial advisors, and Jay is the institutional side. But either either one of us would be happy and would be honored to come and teach a, a faith-based class uh, on faith-based investing. And, you know, we can do that on a Wednesday night, a Saturday night, a Friday night. You know, w we don't have to take up the Sunday morning pulpit. That You know, uh, don't feel like you've got to do that. But at least, you know, educate your people and help us spread this message. And if you're listening today and you're not a pastor, then call your pastor and say, Hey, I've got to listen to this really good 
financial talk show called Faith Based Investing, and I think you need to find a little bit more about it. Go to investmentpreacher.com and check this thing out. <laughs> and try to help us spread the word and try to help us get things out there that uh, so that we can take this money away from these abortion clinics and the pornography industry. And I know we're down to about two and a half minutes and we got to go. But, Jay, what what type of moral screening do you use? Yeah, I use a number of different third parties that are going to look at uh, the integrity of each company that we invest in. We use a number of software programs. One's going to look at predominantly the, the, the negative side. You know, do they flag or have uh, any violations in pornography and embryonic stem cell research and alternative lifestyles and gambling, alcohol, and tobacco? We have about 10 different things we screen for. So one software will just predominantly look at what fails our screens. And then we use a second software that's looking for the positive environmental things that they're doing, social things. They're looking at uh, uh, what they're doing, you know, as far as coming up with cures for diseases. So we use both of these software programs to screen out bad companies and then also define good companies that are making a positive difference in the world that we live in. That's good. Tom, do you have anything to say before we wrap up the show? Well, I'll tell you, I just uh, want, I had a question, a very quick question for Jay. Jay, you were like chocolate chip cookies to me. It's like the more I <laughs> get, a, get a taste, the more I want. Can you stay, uh, can you uh, join us for next week's program? Is that something we could do? Yeah, definitely. I'd love to. Great. We'd love to have you back. So uh, Jay Peroni is author of Faith-Based Millionaire, one of America's uh, great institutional investors, and he's somebody that you can connect with by connecting to Anthony Wright and our team at Faith-Based Investing. And we are so glad that you've taken a moment to join us on today's program. What I love about Christian families and uh, Christian people is that we get together once a week, at least when there's not a coronavirus issue, we get together, we talk, we share notes, and we want to invite you to tell others about this radio ministry. Reach out to your pastor and talk to uh, uh, the leadership team at your church about this concept. And uh, there's a lot of freedom here. So thank you so much for listening today. Go to that website, investmentpreacher.com, or pick up the phone and call Anthony at 931-RETIRED. This is Faith-Based Investing, and we'll see you next week. This is FBI Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless. Applying proven scriptural investment principles. Keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked. God's not dead, he's surely alive. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book. Or call 931-RETIRED. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, the Investment Preacher.